not, except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have an enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. to Isaiah 43 verse 18 to 19. We're beginning a fresh series that is designed to help you take your ordained place in God. And I have no doubt that in this series, somebody will enter the place he needs to enter. If that person were you, your amen will be loudest. He said, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Somebody say, let the old be old. And embrace the new. He said, Behold, do not remember the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing. Somebody say, I do a new thing. Now it's a spring for shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the midst of a desert. I see God make a way for you tonight. Ways have been made for you. Every wilderness you are on and you are frustrated, you don't know what to do, a way is being made for you. I said a way will be made for you. Your financial wilderness, a way is made. Your marital wilderness, a way is made. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody say, I'm walking in the path made. I refuse to be frustrated. I refuse to be stagnated. I'm walking in the path made. A way of escape is mine. And I walk therein. Shout glory. Praise God. He said, I will make a way in the wilderness. God has brought us to a season of newness. Somebody say newness. And one of the new things God is going to be doing for us, He is doing and is going to be doing in this year is opening new doors. Somebody say, opening new doors. That's why I sang the song, you are not a man. He's the God who opened doors, no man shall shut. In this season, welcome to your month of open doors. Welcome to your season of open doors. Great doors are opening unto you. Amazing doors are opening unto you. In the name of Jesus. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12 with me. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12. The Bible says, Furthermore, when I came to Troas to preach Christ's gospel, a door was opened unto me of the Lord. This was not a man opening the door. God opened the door. I see God open doors for you. See, there are men who can open doors and when a man opens door, it takes another man powerful than him to close it. But when God opens a door, <laughs> when God opens a door, 
because he is not a man and nobody can challenge his authority that door is perpetually open may i announce to somebody tonight doors of favor are perpetually open unto you doors of grace are perpetually open unto you you are walking in unusual favor from henceforth this season shall be a season characterized by strange favor in the name of jesus that sweat you have been sweating over and over again over those issues those sweat have been wiped away welcome to your season of sweetness in the mighty name of jesus humbly take your seat when god opens no man shuts he says when i came to throw us to preach christ's gospel look at what he came he came to preach christ's gospel it's not amazing that god has opened the door to us as a church to preach the gospel we'll be preaching the gospel every day embassy of life will preach nothing but the gospel pure gospel somebody say pure gospel yeah so if you are looking for gospel come here praise god we'll be preaching you the gospel of our lord jesus christ the gospel is good news somebody say good news <laughs> and sometimes so we, you see when you are you live in a system you live in a world where you are exposed to so much bad news when good news comes your way it can be very difficult sometimes to receive and some of us our challenge is the good news of our lord jesus christ sometimes looks too good to be true and so rather get stuck with our tradition our religious traditions which are not taking us anywhere religious traditions that are not bringing our transformation religious traditions and law that keeps us perpetually in bondage but i like it when galatians says stand fast in the liberty wherein christ has made you free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage you will not be entangled again you shall not be yoked by the law anymore you are walking in the spirit of liberty shout i walk in liberty i walk in freedom in the mighty name of jesus i operate in the liberty of a spirit say i have the knowledge of the truth so i can no longer be bound i walk in freedom that's what the bible says you shall know the truth and the truth sets you free the master key to walking in liberty is the knowledge of the truth any other thing keeps you in bondage god gave you the spirit of liberty and the spirit of liberty brings you the revelation of the truth when he is come he will guide us into all truth why because we need the truth to be free so when the spirit of liberty is allowed to work it brings a revelation of the truth and when you receive the revelation of the truth like you ought to receive it you are free i announced to somebody whatever bound you before you are free tonight from it i declare freedom to you those addictions you are free that yoke on your mind you are free that mental weight is lifted of you in the mighty name of jesus you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free he says to preach christ's gospel a door was opened unto me of a lord this year one of the doors god will be opening to you is the door to preach the gospel everywhere you find yourself make sure you are a preacher you see a preacher is not somebody who has a puppet all of us are preachers and our puppet is the world any unbeliever is your puppet praise god puppets like this are limited 
Souls are everywhere. He said, preach the gospel. The instant in season and out of season. Preach the word. The instant in season and out of season. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. If the door was not opened by God, forget it. But if it was opened by God, no witch or wizard can stop it. You see, I'm sick and tired of us giving a lot of credit to Satan for works he cannot do. What Satan cannot do. So it looks like he's doing so much. But Satan has access to very little or no place at all in your life. That's why your Bible tells you, neither give place to the devil. Because he has no place until you give him place. Somebody say, I won't give him place. Say it boldly, I won't give him place. You don't have to give Satan place. In your spiritual life, in your finances, in your relationship. He can only come as far as you allow him. But because tonight you've taken a decision not to give him place, he won't have access to you again. I said, he won't have access to you again. No more shall he attack your health. No more shall he attack your finances. Shout, I believe it. So, number one is that we serve a God who opens doors. No man can shout. Somebody say, no man can shout. No man, no man, no man, no man can shout. Number two, not everyone is able to enter new doors. I'm preaching on entering into new doors. Somebody say, entering new doors. Say, I'm entering new doors. Say, I'm entering new doors. Say it prophetically. I am entering new doors. Yeah, yeah. One of the new things God does is to open for us new doors. And when the door is open, we need to enter. That's why we said, first of all, we serve a God who opens doors no man can shut. No man can shut it. You won't have to bind Satan on the door God opened. <laughs> yeah. When God opens door, that, that means God is weak. Oh. By the time God opens door, and I bind, now I bind Satan, I bind every force trying to close the door. My question is who opened the door? Because if God did, you can go to bed. If God did, you can go to bed. You can go to bed. Who is he that saith and it cometh to pass when God has not commanded it? So number one, we serve a God who opens doors, no man can shut. Number two, not everyone is able to enter into new doors. And this is critical. Not everyone. A door can be open and some people are still struggling. Not everyone gets to enter into new doors. Now look at this. Look at this. The Bible said, let us therefore fear, Hebrews, let us therefore fear lest a promise be left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. A promise is there. We ought to enter into rest. We ought to possess it. But the Bible says, let's be careful. Because if you are not careful, some of us will come short of it. You will not come short of it. Listen, in this new dispensation, you won't come short of anything God has ordained for you. You will get the full benefit of the gospel. He said the promise is there awaiting for us. He was speaking specifically uh, with, uh, with reference to the Jewish people. God gave them a promise. They were supposed to get into Cana, their land of rest, but somewhere, somehow, they couldn't. Anything heaven has in stock for you in your lifetime, you possess it. I said, You will possess it. Shout, I will possess it. I will not come short of it. I will fully possess it. Let us fear. Look at Hebrews 4 6. Seeing therefore, 
it remained that some must enter therein, and that to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. So there has been a dispensation where a door was open and some people could not enter. And you know, in our era too, a door has been opened, and a lot of people are still not entering. Praise God. A lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people are outside. And that is why God decided to rebrand us. So that all those who are behind the door, the door has already been opened. Who is the door? Jesus is the door. Praise God. Jesus is the door. And we are to enter him. And when we enter into Jesus, we find rest for our souls. We rest from our works. We rest from the law. We rest. Ah, the Bible says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy lady, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly, and you shall find rest for yourself. How come you don't have rest in your Christian life? How come everything is a struggle? How come everything is a struggle? You have to literally struggle to get everything. How come? Something is missing somewhere. And that thing that is missing shall be supplied tonight. The key that is missing, you will find it tonight. You will find it in this series. Shout, I'm finding it. I'm working with it. In the mighty name of Jesus. So not everybody is able to enter into new doors. And in this series, we'll be exploring some of the things that can prevent you from entering into new doors. When God opens us, you have to be able to enter. Look at this. Most of the Israelites, over 2 million, it's estimated that over 2 million people left Egypt and route to Canaan. You know how many of them entered? Very few of them. The adult generation that left, it was Joshua and Caleb who entered. Everybody in the wilderness who was 20 years and above could not enter. That's sad. You agree, sad? It was very sad. Huge population, but they were disqualified. Why were they disqualified? Among many things, the Bible talks about unbelief, and we'll be talking about that. And in our era, principally, is unbelief. Somebody say unbelief. unbelief. We talk a lot about sin. But the greatest sin a person can commit in our era is unbelief. That, that, in, fact, in fact, I believe is that that is the unforgivable sin. The sin of unbelief is an unforgivable sin. Because if you don't believe that Christ is Lord and he was given for your redemption, you have to answer for it. After all that God has done for us to be convinced, you are doubting that you, you can accept that reality. That is the greatest sin. That is the only sin God cannot forgive. Praise God. Look at it. Numbers 14, 26, 32. He says, And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation? So you see, even God, he finds it very difficult to bear some people. Praise God. Which memory against me, and particularly people are always memory. I have had the memories of the children of Israel with their memory against me say unto them as truly as I live and he's talking about people under the law as truly as I live as you have spoken in my ears so I will do to them and this one is not just applicable to the law this one is still very much alive in the New Testament as surely as I live somebody say truly as I live it's as if God can die <laughs> but he wanted you to know that listen what you say matters. One of the series we'll be running with this year is mind your words. Turn to your neighbor and say mind your words. Mind your 
If you don't mind it, you will die before your time. Something happens. Hey, they say the reality home. Anybody can go. You'll be the next to go. We must learn to sympathize with people without giving ourselves away. Am I communicating? Yeah. Learn to speak words of comfort, but take your proper place in Christ. A young person dies around you. Hey, tell it. Tell it life hard. Yeah. You are here today, you are gone tomorrow. <laughs> Who is here today and is gone tomorrow? <laughs> it's because you want to go tomorrow. We will come <laughs> and send you. Am I communicating here? You are not going anywhere before your time. You will live the full length of your days. I said you will live the full length of your days. As truly as I live, <laughs> say the Lord. He says, as you have spoken in my ears, so I will do to you. What did they speak? So everything that happens to them was not what God did or God intended for them. It was what they spoke. What they said happened to them. The law of speaking. Now look at this. Verse 29. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness. When I get back to do the mind your words, I will show you where he says, your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness and all that were numbered of you according to your whole number, that's 20. According to your whole number from 20 years old and upward which have murmured against me, verse 30. Oh, Yaboku and Dikasute. Doubtless, us out to bring us in. That's what God did. He brought us out to bring us in. That was his motive. But somewhere, somehow, they couldn't enter. And they couldn't enter because of some of the things that principally with them was unbelief. But we'll be exploring other things. So you have to understand. Somebody say, not all. Say, not all. Or not everyone is able to enter into new doors. And I have no doubt. This, this is a very prophetic message. It's something that God is said to do. This year, one of the new things you must learn to expect are new doors. Somebody say new doors. When you wake up in the morning, expect new doors. Speak new doors. Speedy marriage is yours. No, 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 don't delay it. And you see, listen. I've been married to this woman for 13 years. I know some, but I don't know all. I'm still discovering her. Bible told husbands, he said, dwell with them according to knowledge. That means when you marry, you are in school for life with your wife. If you want to enjoy your marriage, study her. Study. You, you, this, I want to study her. Only how many years will you study her? You have to study her your lifetime. So the little discoveries you have made, move on with it. Because there's a lot of study to be done. I'm not communicating here. Yeah, you study to start and you study to stay. This is not mercy. I'll finish our first degree. No, second degree. No, third degree. No, you, you will be studying for life. May the grace to study for life be upon yeah. And you see, when you study, you have to apply the knowledge. Praise God, dwell with them according to knowledge. It's the knowledge you have that you apply that makes you wise. A lot of people know many good things, they don't do them. It is those who know the good things and do them that are described as wise. Jesus said, whosoever heareth these things of mine and do them, I will like him to a wise man. So having knowledge is one thing. Accumulation of information, that's knowledge. Wisdom is seen in the upright application of that knowledge. Sometimes we have knowledge, but we don't even apply it rightly. Praise God. 
have knowledge. You have knowledge that your wife says something, your husband says something. You have received that knowledge. But the application may be wrong. The context may be wrong. The timing may be wrong. You create unnecessary tension and foolish uh, uh, this in, in your home. It shall not be your testimony. I said it shall not be your testimony. So the door to marriage was open. The door to marriage. And when God opens the door, see it and don't resist it. I want to get, you know, we have to get a, a three bedroom. Three bedroom. How many children have you got? You and your wife only. He said three bedroom. Single room self-contained is fine. Even you alone. What's your body size? I want queen size. Queen size for what? Queen size. What are you going to use it for? Are you going to be rolling left, right, center? There is no activity that cannot be done on a single bed. <laughs> no activity. <laughs> I'm not complicating something. No, 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 no. It's not the size of the bed. <laughs> Am I pretty good? Oh, pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I know I'm pretty good. So pretend you don't see I'm pretty good. I have already told myself I'm pretty good. Praise God. That's all. That's all. And we need to get uh, this stove, you know. I need this kind of wardrobe. When I went for my friend's wedding, I saw this. I think this thing is, I must have this kind of thing. Listen, don't waste your time. Take what you have and start life. Praise God. Take it and start life. Life begins from somewhere. I'm not communicating. Said, though your beginning be small. A lot of people want great beginnings. That's why they have poor endings. Praise God. Start small. Because see, what will keep you when you become great? The lessons that will help you stay and sustain greatness. They are lessons you acquired in your small state. They are lessons you acquired them in your small state. When you were small, when your money was small and you learned the discipline of managing money, when you come into abundance, that same discipline is there. But when you have not learned to discipline yourself in the way you spend, when you come into abundance, you won't even come to abundance. And when you come into abundance, you will spoil it. The prodigal son spent all his living on prodigal living because you have not grown through the process. You will not mess up your destiny. The door to marriage was open. The door to prosperity and greatness was open. Praise God. Claire, go back, take me there. He said, it shall be that a man who kills him, the great riches, 2021, expel great riches. Yeah. The door to great riches is coming your way. Listen, this year, God has started his launch SL service. You remember I told you about Excel service? Now, it's a platform that God is going to raise millionaires out of his house. Millionaires. Millionaires. Millionaire at 30. Millionaire at 40. Millionaire at 50. Millionaire at 60. I'm not communicating somebody at all. If your faith can take it, it will happen. I'm just speaking under the inspiration. I don't know how it will happen. Because that's how the prophetic is. It's not my business to know how it will happen before I speak it. It's my business to speak as I'm inspired. And as your faith comes alive on the word, God begins to connect. He said, and I spoke as I was commanded. And while I spoke, the sinew came to sinew, bones came to bones. And somewhere, somehow, it began to happen. I declare over your life, wealth is coming to you. Abundance is coming to you. 
Riches is coming to you. Great riches are coming to you. Those of you online, great riches are coming to you. You will access great wealth. Within a short time, God will connect you to one or two, three people. And all of a sudden, the lines will fall onto you in pleasant places. And you possess your goodly heritage. South, I believe it. Great riches. Take your seat. Great riches. There is riches and there is great riches. David was not poor. He was rich as a young man. Pastor James, young man, 17 years. Great riches. And you, 30. You are still struggling. Please take your seat. Not you, because you are not struggling. 40. You are still complaining. Landlord, you are increasing rent. When they increase it from 100 to uh, 120, you fight them. Let it annoy you so you can purchase your land. And stop fighting with landlord. Am I communicating here? Be provoked by it. Landlord, 120, I'll give it to you. But very soon, I'll be breathing. I'm just there fighting and fighting. <laughs> fighting and fighting. Meanwhile, you pay also. This is to throw a bell on the term. Because you still pay. Why? You have to do that. Pay. Great riches is coming to you. I said great riches is coming to you. I will give him. I will give him great riches. You see, Saul was in the position of king and our father is the king of kings and the lord of lords. So Saul had the capacity to enrich because he was a king. And he was an earthly king. And he said, I'm going to give you great riches. Imagine the king of kings, the one who owns the earth. The earth is the lost and the fullness of the world and they that dwell therein. He's founded it upon the seas and established it upon the flat. The Bible said the silver is mine, the gold is mine. Imagine such a one come to you and say, I have enriched you. You won't be poor again. You will never be poor again. So change your mindset. Don't think poor and act poor. Praise God. Because you are not poor. Somebody say, I'm not poor. You are not poor. You are not poor. It will be a great indictment or redemption if you die poor. Because redemption secured your ticket into abundance. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having been made a curse for us. For it is written, curse is every man that hangeth on the tree. That the blessing. Somebody say the blessing. Say the blessing. The blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. And it's amazing that God did not say the blessing of Jacob. He said the blessing of Abraham. So we, we go to Genesis, we check out that blessing. Genesis 24 verse 1. Check that blessing out. And Abraham was old and was stricken in age. And the Lord had blessed him in all things. Old. So the blessing is an integral component of it is old age. Either you go very far. No, no, you go very far. God will keep you alive and strong. Old. We're stricken in it. The new King James says, yeah, advance in it. Praise God. So when you exit, it's celebration of life. It's not mourning. Celebration of life. Celebration of life. Celebration of life. He said, and the Lord blessed him in all things. Some people are blessed in some things. But God has capacity to bless you in all things. And later on, the man was talking about some of the components of the blessing, the people. Later on, when he sent Eliezer, and Eliezer was talking, he said, eh, My master Abraham, God has blessed him greatly. And he began to talk. 
And it's amazing how he outlined the details of the blessing. He said the people. He talked about the people. He talked about his assets. He talked about all of I mean, sometimes people spiritualize blessings. The blessing of God is revealed in material things. Am I complicating here? No, no, you have to. God's blessing can manifest in a nice car. Am I complicating? That is not all, but it's part of it. And this is this is a blessing, the blessing, and am I MBBA material things? It's not material things. You don't know about it, go and read it again. Anybody God elevated and blessed God and reached them with substance. Because nobody listens to a poor person. Nobody. It has never happened. It will not happen in your time. So this thing that you want to wear the crown of poverty, you'll be wearing it. Nobody would, you, your influence will not go anywhere. It's not something you should be competing for the pride of place in poverty. It's not, it's not, listen. Praise God. You are competing seriously to wear the, the, same, the most poor. <laughs> this, <laughs> praise God. This is our first midweek service under Embassy of Life. So you, you have to understand why it's like this. Oh, glory. Somebody say glory. glory. So that's it. David, great riches. And his family. You see, this is your blessing that when you see family people, they call you, you cut it. <laughs> call you, cut it. <laughs> your extended family calls you. You cut it. See, it's because you don't have enough. It's because you don't have enough. There are times where we cut people off um, because we want to teach them responsibility and all of that. But when you have enough, <laughs> you see, because God has more than enough, he, he said, ask whatever you will and I'll give you. <laughs> oh, somebody didn't cut that revelation. He said, I'm able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what you can ask or think. You dare you even give that opportunity to ask. Hey, may God change your level. So when they ask, is it 200, 300? They ask for 500, you mumble them 1,000. Am I complicating it? No, no, no. That, that shows that you have more than enough. God does not give you according to your need. He gives you more than your needs. Because he's not just meeting your needs. He will meet your needs so you can meet other needs. So if he gives you only your needs, it's not enough. Exemption. His blessing. 17-year-old guy, he brought reward to his family, set everybody free from the burden of taxes. 17-year-old, 17-year-old, 17-year-old. Life begins at 40. Who told you? Life begins where Christ is. Life begins with Christ. I'm not complicating here. Life begins with Christ. Life begins with Christ. No matter where you are, it doesn't matter. Once you have entered Christ, you've entered the kingdom, life has begun. Real life begins with Christ. Real life begins with Christ. Real life. Jesus said, the thief comes, amplified, John 10, 10. The thief comes only except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come that you might have and enjoy life. Life in abundance. Life to the full until it overflows. That life can only be found in Christ. So number one, we serve a God who opened doors no man can shut. Number two, we say that not everybody is able to enter into new doors. You will enter into new doors. Number three, we must be sensitive to know the new doors God is opening and discover what to do to enter them accordingly. In this dispensation, 
as this series rolls and as we go through this year and this decade see the things i'm teaching they are not just for this year they are for the decade somebody's for the decade for the decade for the decade i told you for the decade the next 10 years by the time 2030 is here your life will be speaking loudly people who knew you before will be surprised at you ah, well, the past 20 years we have known you but within the last three years within the last five years within the last 10 years everything seemed to have changed about you that shall be your testimony i said that is your testimony that is your testimony we must be sensitive to know the new doors god is opening and discover what to do to enter them accordingly we need to know some new doors god will be opening to us includes doors of salvation somebody say door of salvation door of salvation the door of salvation is open if you are watching online you are not born again that's why you're hearing me online tonight the door of salvation has been opened roman 10 10 just activate it go and activate roman 10 verse 9 to 10 and you are saved if you are watching online that's all it takes you don't need to confess your sin you don't need to just confess what is there you are saved that's all believe in christ confess him and then you are saved that's all the door of salvation has been opened to you now don't hesitate you are here tonight you don't know jesus as your lord and savior the door of salvation is already open who is the door of salvation jesus is the door of salvation jesus said i'm the door by me that any man enters and any man that enters look at that john chapter 10 verse 7 to 9 then jesus said to them again most assuredly i say to you i'm the door of the sheep somebody say i'm the door to the sheep all whoever came before me were thieves and robbers but the sheep did not hear them i am the door if any man enters by me he will be saved somebody say enter through christ a lot of people are trying to get saved through the observance of the law they don't wear earrings they're always in long skirts they wear scarf all the time it's a taboo to wear trousers as a lady because that is how they get saved but according to scripture if you want to get saved get into christ that's what uh, paul had to tell the people the galatians after they were saved they met they said you must still observe the law paul said nelson this thing don't don't go there we have left that realm no more straight adherence to the law just believe in christ and that is enough that's what salvation comes so enter through christ we don't enter through uh, religious codes praying certain prayers no 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 no. am i communicating here the door of salvation and you see this year allow god to use you as a door of salvation to others yeah become a door of salvation to others let others get to be saved through the gospel let others join church through you let others be introduced to christ through you let others become established in christ through you be a door of salvation somebody say i'm going to be a door of salvation say i'm going to be a door of salvation this sunday be a door of salvation be a door of salvation be a door of salvation by investing in efforts it's a door of salvation we're bringing the gospel to millions of people we will never see door of salvation be a door of salvation number two door of greatness somebody say door of greatness as a seed of abraham greatness is your destiny you will enter greatness doors of utterance paul said continue in prayer watch in the same with thanksgiving while praying for us that god will open unto us a door of utterance a door to speak a door to declare 
the good news of the kingdom. Then we have doors of prosperity. Somebody said doors of prosperity. We just saw one in the man, David. He said, door of prosperity. Isaiah 60 verse 11. Therefore, thy gates shall be open continually. From today onwards, may your gates be open. Said your gates shall be open continually. They shall not be shut by day nor night. Why should your gates not be shut? <laughs> that the man may bring. Men, somebody say, Amen. Your money is not with God, it's in people's pockets. Your money is not with God. God, release my fans, release my fans. No, listen. Your money is in people's pockets. Angels must go and bring them. Am I communicating here? That men may bring unto you. Your men may bring unto you the forces of the Gentiles. That's wealth, money. The forces of the Gentiles. And that their kings may be brought. You see, when wealth comes, kings come. I see wealth coming to you. Doors of health is open to you. You will stay in health. You will stay in health. Leave COVID free because you are not the victim. You will fulfill the number of your days. Doors of health. The Bible said he will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on him? He is our health. He is our shepherd. He is our healer and our health. Praise God. Doors of grace. Doors of relationships. Strategic relationships shall be open to you. Shout, I believe it. Doors of business. Doors of promotion. Doors of leadership. 2021, God will be opening doors of leadership to you. Some here would get into political leadership. Say a better amen. Yeah. Ministerial leadership will come to us. Business leadership will come to us. You are not going to be a follower. You are going to be a leader. Shout, I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to be a leader. There are three things that are going to characterize the new doors God is going to open for us in this season as I close. Three things. I'll just walk you through them and we'll close. Number one, good. Somebody say good. The doors God is going to open to us are good new doors. Somebody say good new doors. Yeah, it's, not, yeah, it's not going to be a endenyamanyama door. Good new doors. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 7 to 9. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good, a good, oh say it, a good. If it is God who is opening the door, it will be a good land. Somebody say, I'm entering into my good land. Is bringing you into a good land. Bringing you. Bringing you. You have hitherto sought to bring yourself. You couldn't. Now he's bringing you. I said he's bringing you. He's bringing into your life good people. He's bringing into a good land. A good place. A good business. Everything about you is going to be good. I said it's going to be good. Why? Because God is doing it. God is doing it. As Psalm 84 verse 11. The Lord God is a son and he's a shade. He'll give grace. He'll give glory. No good thing would he withhold from them that walk upright. Goodness are coming to you. Good doors are opening to you. James 1.17. He said every good and every perfect gift is from where? From above. So when God opens the door, you can be sure it's a good door. I see good doors open to you. Number two, great door. Somebody say great door. No small doors. No eye of the needle kind of door. Great doors will be opening to you. 
It shows a door, great new doors, great new doors, a door to interact with great people, a door to meet, meet at great places, a door to go to great places, a door to do great things. Am I communicating somebody at all? That is the door you are entering in now. In the mighty name of Jesus. That's Corinthians chapter 16 verse 9. He said, a great door and effectual is open unto me. A great door and effectual. And then, of course, number three is glorious doors. Somebody say glorious doors. Shame will not be a part of your life anymore. Reproach shall not be a part of your life again. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said his foundation is in the holy mountains. Oh, 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 oh. Beautiful. Psalm 87 verse 1 to 3. His foundation is in the holy mountains. The Lord loved the gates of Zion more than the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God. Somebody say, glorious things are spoken of me. Hey, say it. Glorious things are spoken of me. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't be speaking bad, shameful things on yourself. No. I don't know what. This life, eh? <laughs> Some people came. Others came as their mates. Yeah. There are people who are really drivers in life. Others are mates. Yeah. Who made you a mate? You have made yourself mate. Keep on being a mate. Praise God. Glorious, somebody say glorious things. Glorious things are spoken of me. Oh, city of God, Selah. Glorious, glorious. In fact, Jeremiah 30, verse 19, he said, Out of them shall proceed, Jeremiah 30, out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them and they shall not be few. I will also glorify them and they shall not be small. Somebody shout, I am glorious. Stand on your feet and begin to thank him. Give him praise. That great doors are open to you. has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory success and limitless prosperity share your testimonies with us on 0540-122-670 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com get interactive with pastor afuakwa on facebook instagram and twitter for more information visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services at our headquarters church, 6.45 a.m. to 8 a.m. for our first service, 8.30 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. for our second service, and 10.15 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. for our third service, and on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. Locate us on the top floor of Nanama Ejakumar Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santati Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on our YouTube and Facebook pages, Embassy of Life Chapel. God richly bless you. Never, never, never be the same.